Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. And what I want to talk on is I and the children God has given to me. We are for signs and wonders. Now when God gives you a prophecy, the devil will hate it. The devil will fight it. He will make sure that it doesn't happen. But he will never succeed. There's no amount of his making sure he will fail. Because as far as the prophecies of God and the promises of God are concerned, he will always come too late for you. I say he will always come too late for you. In the name of Jesus. Now, nobody is responsible to making your prophecy come through. I say God has done his side. The rest is up to you. So my scripture is from Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. Here am I and the children whom the Lord has given me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel. From the Lord of hosts who dwells on Mount Zion. Praise the Lord. Now, it will be good to quickly bring you into the context of this passage. At this time, Prophet Isaiah was the one on the scene. If you observe, God has seasons. There are different prophets that we see all through the Old Testament. And this time around, it was Prophet Isaiah. This was the prophet that was a priest. And the king at, the time, at this time was Ahaz, A-H-A-Z. And the uh, king, now the kingdom had been split into two, you know, after Solomon, because of his gross mistakes, the kingdom was split into two, between two of them, one of his staff and then, of course, his son. So the southern kingdom comprised of just two tribes, and the northern kingdom, ten tribes, bigger. The northern kingdom was referred to as Israel, the southern one as Judah. And the northern kingdom, too, is sometimes referred to as Ephraim. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. Amen. And now the king of Israel now went into an alliance with the king of Syria. Totally different. And they were coming in alliance against Judah. And they wanted to sack Judah so that they could capture Jerusalem and unite the country under his rule. The game where the hedge was open was because King Ahaz was not true to God. King Ahaz was not true to God. His grandfather, he had had some lines of very good kings, but he was a terrible king. He was an idol worshiper. He destroyed most of the memories of the true worship of God. He led the nation into slavery of idolatry. Leadership is very important. And so that was, the, that was the hedge that was broken. That was the door that the devil took advantage of. You ever heard Jesus, or rather you ever read where Jesus said, this is, this is the enemy, the adversary came unto me and he found nothing in me. Nothing of his in me. Glory be to God. Ooh, I feel the fire. And that's why the devil can never overcome you in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the house. So they were coming in a unity and alliance to attack. And of course, as soon as it was told King Ahaz, of course he panicked. Of course, I mean, it was natural. They are bigger than us. And the other country is a power. It's a sustaining power of the moment, of the time. So the two of them were coming against this small nation. So they were afraid. So you can imagine the state. Somebody said the state of the nation was sad and sad. Because it was tough. So he, instead of him now to fall on the arms of God, to go back to God, the covenant-keeping God, 
He did what the natural man would do, what any of us would have done as natural people. He ran for alliance with the king of Assyria. Now, Assyria was the superpower of the time. In fact, somebody said it was the fiercest, that empire was the fiercest and the most brutal of all empires in history. So you can imagine. So for him, this is a formidable force I can align with. So when he was going to do that, now God was speaking through his prophet because his eyes run to and fro and he will see what was happening. And all that Isaiah tried to do to tell him that, wait, calm down, God is on your side, he will fight for you. No, no, no. He just couldn't believe the God that is far up there and this force that are coming against me. I better just align with what I see. You know, the natural, you know how the carnal nature behaves and how the natural reign into all of us. We all sometimes run in panic and go ally with negative forces for deliverance. So he was being warned. But he just couldn't see how. Then God started speaking to Isaiah again. He said, look, let him know that he's making a mistake. He's abandoning the water of Shiloh that's going gently and providing security and deliverance. He's going for some wild. He didn't get it. Okay? And the message God was giving him at this time was this. Look, I'm making entreaties to you. Not because you are right, but because of my covenant. I want to save. But you think you are smart in your own eyes. You are going for alliance with the devil. Let me tell you what will happen. He said he will come with you. He will sack your enemies. Then he will descend on you and sack you too. That's what the devil does. Ever went to alliance with the devil, you think you'll be the same? He will take you over. God forbid in the name of Jesus. And that was exactly what was going to happen. And by the time God spoke and spoke and spoke and we were here, he said to us, he said, come on, come on, come on, come on. He said, bind the law and seal up the testimonies. I won't talk to them anymore. Then Isaiah resorted to two things, waiting on the Lord, fasting and praying. And I tell you why. He says, if God will not speak, he always still hears. So if you're not hearing God, you keep talking to him. He always hears. And so that was where this came up from. And one of the things God did was that, see, God will use the situation and put you in certain situation and use you as an example of what he's saying and doing. And I'll give you an example quickly. Remember when he said to Prophet um, Hosea, can you imagine? God told his prophet to go and marry a prostitute. Not a converted prostitute. But that was only in the Old Testament. I doubt if he would do that nowadays. He may do, but I doubt it. So he went to marry a prostitute. Oh my goodness. The prostitute became like everybody's, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And was bringing bastards in. And God said, come on, go, go clean her up and bring her in and take her. Huh? First time, second time, huh? He was using that to demonstrate what he would do to his people, Israel, who were in rebellion. Can you imagine God will use the life of the prophet, what he says, what he does, his entire life as a testimony of where he's going and what he's going to do. That's the God we serve. Anyway, so similarly, so he now gave birth to a child and God gave him the name of the child. You know the name of the first child? It's a hasty to spoil, quick to destroy. Ah. So, can you imagine that name? So, Isaiah will be going on the street and they'll be calling him Papa So-So-So. 
You enter the palace, they'll call him by that name. God is something else. So even the king would pronounce hasting to destroy, quick to destroy. Wow. But that was what he was saying. See, you are making a mistake. The alliance are going to, they, they are quick. So the whole thing about that child is that it's a warning to Israel. But when you would not hear the second child was born and said, name him this, so, so, so. You know the meaning of the name? There will always be a remnant. I will, I will save. I will ultimately save with or without your obedience. Is the most merciful. Glory be to God in the highest. So when you will carry that child, people will call the name of the child, call him by the name of the child. Oh, Makasha, follow me closely. And his own name means Jehovah shall save. Isaiah, the salvation of Jehovah. That's why when he got to the end and there is no more word, he stood before the king and the people. He said, "Here am I, and the children that God has given unto me were for signs and wonders in Israel." Now you say that's the Old Testament, but haven't you read that this sign shall follow them that believe? In my name. You are called by his name. And in his name. Signs. And wonders. Now. This statement as it were. Is a promise. And how does God communicate. The end with his people. The future with his people. Through his word. His word comes as a promise. Or as a prophecy. Usually. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. And when it's a promise, because I don't have the time, I could take into the Old Testament and see what David said about promises and all what the prophet said about promises. But let me just limit myself now to the New Testament. Quickly, just quickly about promises. Well, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9. It says God is never slack in how fast his promises are concerned. Because God says, okay, fine. Promise forever. Promise the till I lie. When will it happen? God is never slack. If he promised, he will fulfill it. And that's one thing you ought to know quickly. If he promises, he will fulfill it. So what's a promise, by the way? I wrote it down. It's a divine declaration or a declaration of assurance that something will happen. But I put it my way, declaration of a divine assurance that there will be a turnaround, that something is happening. If you can find it in his word and you can see it by revelation, if it can become a rima to you, it will happen in the name of Jesus. And let me quickly say this. It's the promise or the word that becomes a reminder that creates a button in your heart. Otherwise, it's an ordinary word. Ten people can read the same scripture. And for one, you will see miracles following the scripture. Because their understandings are different. And their receptivity is different. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Another word about the promise quickly, Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Just look at it. He's saying all his promises, his words are what? Yeah, and amen. If God has promised, he will never promise you and now say no. So if anything, you stay hooked to yes, he has said it. Yes, he will do it. Yeah. Even if it doesn't look like it. Ultimately shall be done. Have I said it? Will I not do it? Have I, has, have I spoken it? Will I not bring it to pass? Will I not make it good? The prophet said that no word that is coming from his mouth shall what? return to him void to accomplish the purpose for which it has been sent. 
So it was a prophecy. I tried to write it down in my own definition too. Somebody says it's a prediction, but well, that's all right. But it's a divine revelation of what God will do in any circumstance, in your current circumstance. It's a divine revelation. When you know what God will do, you won't fret. Because no matter what comes your way, you know what will ultimately end it. That's why we say that, hey, I know the thoughts I am thinking towards you, they are not of evil, but of good, to give you a hope and a future, to bring you to an expected end. But all that happens around me doesn't make it look like that. Man, it will take a miracle. That's what we are saying. It's a miracle. We are talking of a miracle. That's what I say concerning Nigeria. It's going to be a miracle. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. It will take a miracle. But you see, miracles still happen. And so when everything looked like it was slipping down, and everybody was losing hope, and nobody would hear, and he wasn't hearing again, he said, but then I and the children were for signs and wonders for Israel. What's the sign? Warning and deliverance. Ultimately, there will be deliverance. There will be salvation. And that, that's where I came from. But I now looked at it closely. I said, now, what's the implication of this for me, as it were? But generally, what is a sign? A sign is for unbelievers. Is somebody hearing me? What does it mean to say signs from believers? And somebody will say signs only appeals to the understanding. Why? They don't want to believe. They don't want to see. When signs come, it's a pointer. They're like, wow! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Signs draw the people. Glory be to God in the highest. So that I will raise you up as a sign. Somebody shout Amen. 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 Then what about wonders? We are signs and wonders. It's a marvel. I put in my word, I say, an inexplicable occurrence. Something happening in the natural that the natural laws cannot handle in explanation. They have no, they have no way to explain it. You say, what are you saying? That's what I believe of our home called Nigeria. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm believing God for. It will take a miracle. Exactly. What I'm saying is this. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the axe head will float in Nigeria. But the time has come for a turnaround in the name of Jesus. If the people of God will stand up, people that know their right will stand up. But I and the children of God has given me for signs and wonders in Israel. In our generation. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But I and the children of God has given me for signs and wonders in Israel. So it's not just a prophecy which I know is coming to pass. It's not just a promise which I know God will fulfill. It shows me how God does his thing. That's why he named them that way. And the more they call them by that name, the more it gets done on them. The more you, and the more you join your voice to God's voice, there's nothing the devil can do. So, what's our responsibility here? For every prophecy of God is a call to fight. And how does that relate to Children's Day? Please don't call, don't call that boy or that girl the name that God has not called them. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Don't transfer your frustration to their lives. Don't color their future with your own frustration. You take care of your own problem. Take it to God in prayers. You have a problem with your wife or with your husband. Is that why you should now mess up another child's life, another future? 
a whole generation coming through that boy or that girl you want to destroy because of your selfishness? Because you cannot man your own issues. If your husband is a male prostitute, fine. Take it to God in prayer. Don't let that destroy the life of that boy. Call him what God has called him. Declare, I am the children who are for signs and wonders and see whether signs and wonders will not prevail in your situation and turn it around. So every promise is a call to fight. You say, what kind of call to fight? If I promise her today, I'm giving you one million naira. She'll be excited today and I will leave. She'll find a way to remind me and remind me. This is a gentle reminder. You know why? Because she's expecting the money. Why? She has received the promise and she's expecting the money. The expecting part is she's exercising faith in my word. And until she gets the money, she will send me a reminder. She will drop hints here and there. And I know that she hasn't forgotten. And if genuinely I have forgotten, I will say, oh, I have to do something. And if deceitfully I have forgotten, I says, I never forgot. I'm trying to dodge. She will not allow me. But God will never deceive you. So it's a call to fight. Why a call to fight? Because if it is faith, it's a fight of faith. And it's not just a fight of faith. A fight of faith is a good fight. You say, you have, uh, uh, say fight the good fight of faith. Oh, I feel the fire. Over your child, good fight. Over your son, over your children, good fight. I know that uh, the children, we are for signs and wonders in Israel. In our generation. I know it. Your life, your children's lives. Is the result that proves. And I'm confident of the result. What's the result? You and the children God has given up to you. God will come here and establish his dominion again. It was Jesus. Look, if you look at Hebrews chapter 2, by the time I get to verse 13, it was said that in the speech, Jesus was quoting, I and the children. And why? Because it, says, it behoved me to bring many sons to glory so that we will be the first among many brethren. That's how God does it. So with those remnant, he will take over again. I see God taking over in your generation. Of all the losses in your day, I see an unusual recovery. I see a restoration of the years eaten by cancer caterpillars. In the name of Jesus. I'm even talking of your generation. I'm talking of your family. I'm talking of your past generations. I'm talking of Nigeria. God didn't make a mistake. That's why the Bible says that we are the light of the world. I says, let your light so shine. You are sitting on the hill. You can never be covered. Can I, I, can I charge the man? Take authority over your home. I beg in the name of Jesus. Can I charge the woman? Take authority over your home. The reason people don't take authority is intimidation. They are timid. They are afraid. The devil is not afraid. He's coming to sack. You are afraid of men. Declare the word of God and let, let the devil move back and let men begin to understand by designing your spirit that you know what you're doing. I'm not joking. You know what he says? He said, I will save your children and I will contend with them that contend with you. <laughs> I will tell you this in some few weeks' time while I'm talking this way. You will see it. You will see it. So if everything is looking like decadence, declare who you are. Let that light begin to shine. God can save through one, he can save through thousands. The effectual prayer of a fervent man have let much. I have confidence in the next four years of Nigeria. Glory be to God in the highest. If you're on the Lord's side, shout amen. 
If you just want to keep on going through the motions and keep on seeing things worse than they used to be, that's up to you. But if you say no, this time around, they'll be turned around. Say amen. amen. And what does Isaiah do? For the next 13 years, things didn't totally turn around. He stood his ground, declaring, I and the children, God has given to me we are for signs and wonders. I see things turn around in your lives. I see them turn around in your family. I see turn around in the lives of your children. I see turn around in Nigeria. I see turn around in the body of Christ. In the name of Jesus. Shall we rise? 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 Give the Lord the glory. And as you rise up, come on, turn to your neighbors left and right. Say, I and the children God has given unto me. We are for signs and wonders in our generation. Come on, say it like a minute. 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 Ah, the children God, we are for signs and wonders in our generations in the name of Jesus. From the Lord of hosts who sees in Zion. Hallelujah. I and the children God has, we are for signs and wonders. You will testify over your children. In the name of Jesus. You will see your children's children. In the name of Jesus. No devil will remove you in the name of Jesus. No devil will remove them in the name of Jesus. I say you will see your children's children. The mandate of God over your life will fulfill it to the ultimate. In the name of Jesus. He said, I will fight against them who fight you. I will contend against them who contend against you. He said, I will make them eat their flesh as meat. I'll make them be drunk in their own blood as sweet wine. I will save your children. He said, the captives of the terrible shall be taken away. In the name of Jesus. No matter how far gone, no matter how far gone they have walked in your life, no matter the ground they have seized, I stand as on record of God today in the name of I reverse it in the name of Jesus. I declare your freedom. I declare life over your life in the name of Jesus. Declare life over your marriage. Declare life over your marriage. Declare life over your husband, your, your wife in the name of Jesus. Declare life over your children. Declare life over fountain in the name of Jesus. You have a glorious future with God in Jesus' name. It is well within the name of Jesus. I say it is well within the name of Jesus. It is well within the name of Jesus. Well with your children. Well with your grandchildren. Well with your health. Well with your finances. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says you will eat and be satisfied. And you will praise the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. I decree an unusual design of spirit over your lives in Jesus name. Receive the gifts of the spirit in many dimensions in Jesus name. I say from today on, in the name of Jesus, you are no longer captive to what holds you captive. What has held you captive in the name of Jesus? It is well with you. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Please do me a favor. No matter how tough the times are for you, even when you can't see the next step to take, once you see your children, declare glorious tomorrow. There will be the light to your tomorrow. I don't care their age. You are the caretaker. I hope you know that. I hope you know that. We give God the glory. And happy Children's Day. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.